Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is seen live today. We are now on episode 102. It is a, what, what, Tuesday early, early, early in the morning. Jesus. I'm even behind on what day it is. I mean, I've been overworking so much and then just letting time pass by, but I feel somewhat energized. Someone energized to bring you all the content. Well, I want to say all because there's really nothing much going on except we have a new Zack Snyder Justice League trailer. And it it's hard for me because at one point I thought to myself, okay, if I watch this trailer, then I'm going to be breaking one of my major, major rules in not watching more than one trailer because when I see the movie, I'm going to know, oh, well, I saw that in the trailer. Well, that fucking happened. Oh, I saw that in the trailer, so I know what's going to happen. It's like, it's one of those moments where when you see that studios, whoever it is, Warner, Disney, Universal, or whoever it is, they are the ones that controls the marketing when it comes to trailers being released. So there is the same sense where you think to yourself, okay, we've already seen one trailer, now we've already seen two. Why are you trying to pitch more? Like, I get it. You want us to watch this thing, and it's your way of marketing, more eyes to the product, maybe a refresher for people to be like, oh, yeah, that's coming out in a few weeks. So let's check out a new trailer. Let's talk about it, you know, because all these clickbaits and all these clickers and all the stuff on the computer and YouTube and Twitter and everything else, let's fucking do it. And it's like, God damn. All right, I get it. We're we're going to see the film. There's no need to put everything in one trailer. But nevertheless, what the fuck do I know? I'm just a fan, of course. The trailer came out. I did not watch it. I did not watch it. But on Twitter and everywhere else, I did see screenshots. I saw screenshots. I saw, you know, slight pictures in terms of what was in the trailer thumbnails from YouTube because a lot of people that I follow talked about it so of course I saw the thumbnails and the pictures on that so even though I didn't see the trailer I will talk about my theories and even though I could be completely wrong I'm going to talk about my theories based on what I saw in addition this whole episode today will be Justice League talk no Marvel well except the shout outs no Marvel just straight up full Justice League talk And a couple of my theories on what I think is going to happen next. So we'll see about that, what happens, and more. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shoutouts out of the way, shall we? And as I just said, this is going to be a Marvel shoutout. Considering the fact that WandaVision has been doing very, very well, extremely well, exceeding all of our expectations, the new Funko Pops are coming up with the WandaVision figures of Vision and Scarlet Witch and how they used to be in the comics and now it's them as WandaVision within themselves. You know, uh, from episode 6 when they actually wore their comic book counterpart costumes. Then you have those two and then you have Quicksilver and you even have the twins, Tommy and Billy. You know, Speed and Wiccan. 
So that's going to be pretty cool. I believe they're coming out sometime next month or the month after. Don't quote me on this. I don't know the exact date. But if you look up the Funko Pops for Vision, Wanda, Quicksilver, Wiccan, and Speed, it's going to be a hell of a collection. You can actually get the whole family. And I would love to get the whole family. I really would. So if you're a Funko Pop collector like I am, I only have like a few. I got, you know, the Batman Who Laughs and the Batman from 1989 and Ultron and Vision from Age of Ultron. I got a bunch of stuff, but I would definitely like a whole set. I really would, especially since WandaVision is really, really good. So that is my shout out to Funko Pops for the fact that they are coming up with new stuff sometime next month if it hasn't been released already. Go check out the dates to see when you can get it. Go check out your local store, your local comic book store, because chances are they are going to fucking have it. Most likely, hopefully, they will not be sold out. So shout out to Funko Pops for continuing to give great, great stuff. I can't wait to collect more shit, especially this set. And who knows, we'll probably even get the Falcon as the next Captain America, the black Captain America. That'd be pretty cool to have, you know. I think I just want a little shelf when I move to my new place. I definitely want a shelf where I can put all of my new Funko Pops and just devote that into that. That'd be pretty cool. But anyway, once again, shout out to Funko Pops. They always bring the best stuff. It is amazing on how much of a million dollar industry that they've actually reached. Probably in the billions right now because all of their stuff is just so collectible. And it's pretty cool to have. And I really enjoy it. That's it for the shoutouts. Let's dive into some Justice League talk, starting with a couple of the shots that I saw from the Snyder Cut trailer, and that comes up right in a bit. It amazes me so far on how much they've actually put into the trailer of the Justice League when we pretty much know more or less in terms of what's going to happen from the Josh Sweden version. But then, at the same time, I have to think to myself, okay, if Zack Snyder really is at the position where he wants to make something completely different from Josh Sweden, this is going to be a completely different movie. Same concept, but executed in a very very different way and I'm not mad at that especially with a couple of the shots that I saw from the trailer once again I have not seen it but I did see a few thin thumbnails and a few pictures and a few characters I was very surprised to see granny goodness as part of the shot and I thought oh my god they actually brought her in and from the looks of it I don't know who's playing her but from the looks of it I feel like she's going to get played by the woman that was in Game of Thrones. I completely forgot her name. The 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 female knight. It's been so long since I saw Game of Thrones, but it's the female knight that Jamie basically was hit it and quit it by bitch the the last one of the season 8. Oh my god. I know the name will come to me very soon, but it kind of looks like she's actually playing her. It looks like it. I don't know if that's her for sure. But I was very surprised to see Granny Goodness there. And it seems very likely from what I saw, it will be Steppenwolf that is going to gather or try to gather all of the mother boxes. And then when that happens, Darkseid is going to come through 
And then he's just going to fuck shit up. Which is why, which is why you see Superman and his glowing red eyes. I saw that in the thumbnail too. His black suit and his glowing red eyes where, oh man. Oh, it's it's going to be a hell of a fight between him and Darkseid. Hopefully it's not going to be over in just a few moments or a few seconds, but... Come on, like, sometimes when it comes to fights, you really, really want to see something just drag on just a little bit, just a little bit, so you can say, oh my god, that was fucking awesome. Unfortunately, those were the only things that I saw from the trailer. I can't, well, I, I keep on saying from the trailer, even though I didn't watch it, but it was from the thumbnail shots. I did see Jared Leto, though. That was very interesting. Jared Leto's Joker, and apparently he has long hair now, which... In addition to that, I know I didn't talk about this last week, but there was the picture, a new Jared Leto's Joker picture that actually came out as like a teaser in terms of, okay, we know what you saw in the Suicide Squad, this is what you're going to see now, this is what we're presenting to you, this is what we're going to give you, it is, I think it's Jared Leto's form of redemption for his character as the new Joker. Now, I know a lot of people want to make jokes and memes and everything else. And apparently they still do, especially with this new picture. I saw that picture. I'm thinking to myself, holy shit. If you look at him from afar, like if you actually dimmed, if if you were to edit the picture, right? Even though it's in black and white. If you were to edit the picture and make it the contrast and the color correction a little bit more darker. He kind of looks like Bagul from the Sinister films. If you truly, truly think about it, he looks like Bagul from the Sinister films if you dim the light and the color a little bit darker. You know, he got the, 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 for one thing, he doesn't even have the tattoos anymore. He doesn't have damage on his forehead, and I think he pretty much got rid of all of his tattoos where he's like, Alright, uh, I see that this is not working very well, and, uh, I really wanted to show everyone my toys, and... I was really going through a phase when I was getting these tattoos, and I'm going to have to do whatever I can to ensure that uh, I am taken very seriously. It's the only way for me to find uh, the Batman. <laughs> That's pretty much my impression of the Joker, Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, man. Give me a shout-out for whatever reason if you think I did that very, very well. But yeah, he doesn't even have the tattoos anymore. And when he was sitting down... I I like it. I really do. I mean, yeah, I get the memes and the tweets where people, some people thought he looked like the crow and some people he thought he looked like a Marilyn Manson type picture and maybe he could be the head cover of a new heavy metal rock band. But what I noticed, I noticed something. And I'm sure a lot of people actually come to the same conclusion, but I feel like this version of the Joker, because let's face it, he's not going to be the same Joker from the Suicide Squad. It's not really going to be the same character. It's going to be something slightly different. You know, you see him, he's hunched over, he has a straight jacket on. There's something horrifying about this picture. And I feel like that is where Jared Leto and Warner, or Zack Snyder to be exact, I feel like that's where Zack Snyder in a way wanted to take this character. He wanted to make him a little bit more horrifying than ever. A little bit more disturbed. A little bit more out there. Which is slightly different from all the other Jokers because, let's face it, from Suicide Squad, what was his character? Some kind of mob boss type of guy, which has happened in the comics before, so to speak. But 
he was a type of Joker that wasn't really taken seriously. And if you remembered behind the scenes where Jared Leto said that he was very pissed off because he filmed so many scenes with this character, and yet for some odd reason, Warner just didn't want to use a lot of it. And if you remember from the trailer, from the marketing standpoint, they actually depicted as his Joker to be the main villain for the Suicide Squad. Instead, it was a hula hooping, hula dancing enchantress. You remember that? I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But I can imagine that there were a lot of people that were pissed off. And some people were like, oh my god, this is the worst Joker ever that we've ever seen. I couldn't, me personally, and I'm sure a lot of people could agree with me. We didn't really get enough to even form an opinion. I mean, yeah, he filmed a couple of scenes. Well, he filmed more scenes and they actually showed a couple, but I couldn't really say that I hated him. I mean, were the tattoos overdone? Absolutely. Were the... Maybe he was a little bit too cartoony, if you truly think about it. But that's the Joker. I mean, that's a version of the Joker. And as we've seen from the comics, you know... And he said it himself from the Killing Joke episode. If I'm going to have a past, I'd rather it be multiple choice. And that's just who he is. But anyway, getting back to that picture, I like it. I really do. And even though if he's only going to be there for like a few scenes, because let's face it, this is going to be a four-hour film and they can only do so much with each character they actually bring into the film... The fact remains is I'm actually more interested to see what they're going to do now with these characters. What What is Zack Snyder's true vision? And I think that's the main question. Now, as I said, I did not watch the trailer, but it did get me thinking, where are they going with this? Is there going to be a Justice League 2? And according to Zack Snyder, Warner Brothers says that they have no interest in making Justice League 2. I have to say, I beg to differ. I beg to differ on this one. I really do. Now, I don't have many evidence to support my theory or my thesis or whatever kids use nowadays. But just hear me out. I understand. I do understand from the whole history that Warner wanted to copy off of Disney. And they wanted to copy and rush up to what the Avengers did. Even though they did it very, very well where they focused on each individual storyline. And then they teamed up together. DC was like, oh, we'll copy that blueprint. And we're going to bring everyone together. I mean, you already got the huge majority of the masses where they actually know the Justice League. And they pretty much already know where everyone is and who everyone is and so on and so forth. Yeah, but don't we, in a way, have to ensure that we can build it up, you know, like a storyline is supposed to be? Eh, it's alright, it's fine. And then, lo and behold, look what happened. And I can understand why Warner is not interested in Justice League 2 for the simple reason that they had a huge backlash when it came to Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad and all the re-edits and the reshoots and the fact that they tried to make it more PG-13 and the fact that they tried to make it more appealing to the masses and everybody else. And then you got this Frankenstein of a monster Justice League combination between Josh Sweet and Zack Snyder, two directors that have no similar styles whatsoever, and then we got that monstrosity with the Justice League. So I can understand why Warner does not want to do another superhero team-up, especially with the whole thing of what happened between Ray Fisher and Josh Sweden and the executives and everybody else. I kind of get that. However, if there is a chance... You know that you know that Lloyd thing from uh, Dumb and Dumber. So you're telling me there's a chance. If there is a chance 
that maybe they will change their mind and they will go in with Justice League 2, there is a sense that if the movie is going to do very well on HBO Max, which I'm sure they're going to track like a motherfucker, they're going to be seeing it more times than ever, like Wonder Woman 1984 and like anything else, it could be the green light to actually make them go for it. And according to Zack Snyder, since he'll be in charge, well, with limit power, he will be the charge in getting his cast together, and he said that he wants to bring Ray Fisher back. Will Warner allow it? I highly doubt it, but there's always a chance. And even if they did make Justice League 2, what would be the story? Ooh, I got this one. How about a live-action Justice League versus the the crime syndicate? You know, the evil versions of the Justice League. I mean, who does not want to see Batman against Owlman? Oof. Oh, take my money, son. Take my motherfucking money. Oh, I would love to see that. And how about Superman versus Superwoman? Or, I'm sorry, Wonder Woman versus Superwoman. That'd be pretty cool. How about The Flash versus, what's what's the guy's name? Johnny Quick? Johnny Johnny Quickness? Johnny Quick? Something Something along those lines. You know, we I've seen the animated movie. I have. I have. Don't don't blame me. It's just been a while. Give me a break. <laughs> but I would love to see that. You know, they've invaded the crime syndicate has invaded the earth, our world, and they are trying to pose off as our united heroes for DC, and only one team can truly face off against them. Justice League versus the crime syndicate in the battle of two worlds. Hey, I can pose off very good against for LaDon LaFonte, okay? <laughs> I'm just having fun here, guys. I'm just having fun. But in continuation with more Justice League talk, will Justice League 2 happen? It's highly doubtful. But if there's even a 1% chance, then we must take the most absolute certainty. You know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. And moving on with some more talk about this, Zack Snyder actually did say that he really wanted Ben Affleck to face off against Joe Magniello's Deathstroke. That would be the best fight probably ever in a Batman film. Probably the best. You need to understand, first of all, before I continue on and go on my little giddy rant here, Deathstroke is one of the best anti-heroes ever in comic book history. If there's maybe the top three that I absolutely love, it would have to be Deathstroke, Venom, and possibly Red Hood. Red Hood is like at the bottom of the barrel, but the top two, Venom and Deathstroke. And Deathstroke, goddamn, the great, one of the greatest mercenaries ever. If you remembered him from Arrow Season 2, oh my god, that actor played that character phenomenal. Even though he was very rigid and his co- his costume was very bulky, so to speak, where where he I I didn't really I'm trying to picture myself as him in that suit where he's like, well, this cannot be very comfortable. But then you see Joe Magnell's version of Deathstroke, and he's like, oh wow, he's he's sleeker, he's he's more movable, he's he's more agile, he looks comfortable, he looks like a complete badass. And if you remembered, Ben Affleck actually did explain this, that before the control went to Matt Reeves for the Batman film, his version of the Batman film would be for 
the Batman to face off against Deathstroke. And apparently Deathstroke would be able to make Bruce Wayne's life completely miserable after what Bruce Wayne did something to him back in the past. I kind of get that perspective, but I feel like we've already had that again with Arrow Season 2. You know, Deathstroke was doing everything he could to mess up and make Oliver Queen's life completely miserable. He was taking out his friends and his families one by one. He was making him utterly suffer. And it's because of what Oliver Queen did to him in the past. So if Ben Affleck, I mean, it's not really a concept that's new, but if Ben Affleck was going to do the same thing in his movie, at least in, so to speak, for the CW version with Arrow, it was more tamed. It was more, I wouldn't say lighthearted, but it was more viewer friendly, so to speak. This one would have probably been more rated R, more dark, more horrifying, and I would have loved absolutely every minute of it. So Zack Snyder's not the only one that would really want to see a Ben Affleck Batman versus Joe Magnell's Deathstroke. But if there is a way, if there is a way that we can get that epic fight scene, live action, even if it's 10-20 minutes, oh my god, take my money, Warner Media. Take my money. Come on. You know you want to do it. You fucking know you want to do it. In any case, as a reminder, the Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'm calling it the Snyder Cut. I'm sure many people are calling it the Snyder Cut. Will be released once again, March 18th. It will be a four-hour film. I believe there's going to be new scenes, maybe with the Nightmare Batman, maybe with more of the Injustice League, more with Lex Luthor if they bring him back. I can't wait to see how Darkseid is going to look fighting off against Superman. It's going to be a lot of stuff. And I know I said before where I was semi-interested, but now that I'm thinking about it more, my interest level is increasing. It's definitely increasing. And the fact remains is I would love to see of if they're going to do something new or if they're going to do something spectacular, I want my mind to be blown away. I really do. And it is a four-hour film. I believe someone mentioned that there was going to be a 10-minute intermission in the film, which I don't understand why, because if we need a break, we can just pause it ourselves since it's on HBO Max. We're going to be looking at it through our Roku TVs or phones or whatever. So... I don't understand the 10-minute intermission thing. I really don't. I understand within plays, and I understand it in certain aspects of forms of media, but I don't know. Maybe there's something that I'm missing. I don't understand the 10-minute intermission thing. To me, I feel like that's a waste of time. If we need a break, we can just pause it. But what the fuck do I know? What the fuck do I know? That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, if you remembered, there were going to be some new changes, and I'm slowly, gradually, and I'm slowly, gradually going into them. But during the midweek, which is on a Thursday, there will be fan questions, and I will be taking fan questions, and I will be, if you want a shout-out, that's fine. If you don't want a shout-out, that is okay. You will, you will... You will remain anonymous, but I will do fan questions every Thursday. So the podcast episode, as you see, either Monday nights or Tuesday mornings, it is 30 minutes. 
And for Thursday to Friday, it's going to be about 45 minutes to an hour, give or take on what it is that the questions are about. And if there are no news coming on, if there's nothing new to talk about, then all of it will be fan questions. Because I know we ran out of time last week, and I do apologize for that. But like I said, this time I'm going to push it 45 minutes to an hour. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, if you want to be a part of the podcast too, if you just want to rant, if you just want to you know, get something out of your chest, if you feel like you disagree with me or agree with me in some way and you want your voice to be heard, by all means, it's okay. DM me on my Twitter or Instagram or on our Facebook group, OTC Fanatics, hit me up, Voice of Garcia, on Twitter, on Instagram. We can have a civil conversation. We can look at both sides of the coin. If you want me to be the devil's advocate, if you want to be the devil's advocate, that is fine. I don't care. I welcome any and all newcomers. Any and all of them. It don't matter. Sometimes controversy is a good thing. Sometimes it is. And if you want to voice your opinion, then this is the show to do it. Once again, Voice of Garcia on Twitter or Instagram. Now, like we do at the ending of the show, let's go into our super villain quote of the day. And considering that we've been talking a lot about Dark Side, I feel like it was appropriate to give a Dark Side quote. You can't control me, you can't destroy me, and there is no prison in the universe that can hold me. And my reaction to that is this. We'll see about that. When the Snyder Cut comes, we'll see about that. Like I'm talking as part of the league. <laughs> what? I like to envision myself as being part of the characters. What do you want from me? Guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. Be careful on the East Coast because I believe there is going to be a huge snowstorm coming. And lo and behold, I will be working tremendously that day. So... If I am going to return with a podcast episode, it's most likely going to be on Friday. And we will watch WandaVision Episode 7. And I will give my thoughts on that. Considering the show, like I said, is really, really fucking good. If you have not seen it, what are you doing with your life? My goodness. Go and watch WandaVision. Go and watch it one or two times. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Darcy. Because now that she's been absorbed by the hex, by the constructed bubble, I'm curious to see like if she's going to be like an early 2000s type of millennial character. you know. And by the way, I know for the past couple of weeks I kept on saying Kat Jennings, and I'm really, really sorry. It's Kat Dennings. So I, like she listens to this podcast, I'm sure she doesn't. Miss Dennings, I apologize for butchering your name. It is Kat Dennings. I will make sure of it because... You are an awesome character. You're an awesome... You're just awesome. You really are. Oh my god, look at Garcia. He's being a simp for Kat Dennings. So? So what? So the fuck what? Guys, see you next time. Be safe. Tune in next time with all the happenings in the world of comic book news, stories, TV shows, games, whatever the case may be. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through. Peace out.